Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Dusty, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe, and sitting here with me is my wife, Kelly. Hi. I believe you wanted to start off with an acknowledgement. Uh, yes. Amy texted me the other day and said, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Which proves what? That she listened to at least one episode. <laughs> yes, she just randomly picked through... Uh, 88 episodes and uh, happened to find the one that we put out the challenge. So I do need to make a trip to the liquor store. Oh, you owe her something? I owe her a bottle of rum chata that I, I see. believe was promised. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I Which guess we lost that is one. It's fine because I generally benefit from that because she'll make those French toast chai tea drinks with that and that is delightful. So that works in your favor anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure she's bought the last like six bottles. So <laughs> it's probably my turn to purchase one. Yeah. But, Maybe. You know, we'll see. All right. So we are on minute 89 of the movie Twister. We're going to watch, listen, discuss that, uh, pull up some trivia, and uh, we'll be close to uh, an hour and a half into the film, which uh, just has flown by. Feels like we just started it yesterday. So appreciate everyone sticking around for the long haul as we approach two years recording the show. But we are. Uh, we're well on our way now, getting closer and closer to the end, and we've reached reached the moment with the uh, the giant F five tornado here. So, why don't we uh, take a listen to this minute, and Kelly and I will discuss. You think somebody will hit it? Nobody will be there. This is it. 
right, and there we go. That is minute 89 of the film. Not a ton happening, uh, at least dialogue-wise. But You say that every time. I, I do feel like a, there's a lot of minutes in this movie that doesn't have a good enough amount of dialogue to dissect. But there's other things happening that we can always talk about. And one of our favorite is the lighting. <laughs> it's a bright, it's sunny day. It's really bad in this scene. It it's is really a bad. beautiful, bright, sunny day with a F5 tornado just casually <laughs> strolling along the road. Casual. I do like that as they are putting this instrumentation down on the road, they're setting Dorothy up. Um, Bill's hair seems to be blowing, but Joe's is just, you know, maybe a little breezy. As someone who has had long hair my entire life, born with Rapunzel-like luxurious locks, you may say. So the anti-Natalie? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I also didn't have hair until I was like oh. two. But, you know, as long as I have had a choice of how to wear my hair, it's been long. And the slightest breeze, it blows in your face. Like... I was honestly going to say, at least they had the the wind machine out because everyone's hair was blowing, but you th- you don't think Look, Helen Hunt is blowing enough? No, his is. Like here, where he's I mean, unstrapping you, you, I, it. You can see it in his shirt, too. That's where I notice it, yeah, right there for like, sure. It's like... Look, at that point, yeah, it's yeah, not really doing anything, nothing, huh? Nothing. Yeah, it really isn't. You're but, right. But I mean, they need their sunglasses because. Oh, there, really... there was blowing there when she was lifting the gate. It's uh. Yeah, they do need their sunglasses. It's super bright. Yeah, I mean, it's so hot too. He's sweating. Look how sweaty he is. I. It was at this point where just now I had the, uh, not really realization, but just. Did they ever think that a tornado would just pick that up no problem and wouldn't just toss it before it got there? Like, they needed to get, essentially, to the middle. Did they think it would stay anchored? I guess I... I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Right, you know, that's like true. The, I guess you would If you look think, at all the little pieces of things it picks up, cardboard and other... I will say, none of which they were concerned about. I mean, the debris filled around a size, a tornado that size, yeah. they would be being pelted with... Mm-hmm. Stuff. Anything and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's not not a good idea to be out there. Also, I don't remember any of the previous Dorothys having a little siren on them. Oh, no. You definitely hear it. Oh, really? You definitely hear Early it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Because I actually thought the same thing as we were listening to this and the siren comes on. I was like, did it always have the siren? But then I was thinking back to the one on the hill. I'm pretty sure when they interact with the one on the hill right it had before lights. the realization I, I thought you i thought you heard the the siren maybe you didn't well, I, maybe I, we need to go back to that minute and, and the redo start, yeah, yeah we redo should redo the last all of those episodes. sure before we do that let's finish mm-hmm, 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 this episode mm-hmm, and then we'll go back okay it also does make me wonder they thought they could make dorothy fly just by adding pepsi cans to it but at what point was that really the problem? Maybe what Joe meant was we needed to make one giant, giant. pinwheel. But then they of, started doing it to the little, and she, and she did. It was like, it I was don't like, want to bring that up. Yeah, it was like that awkward moment when you're like in a group project and like no one really understood your direction, but like now you're in it and there's a deadline and you can't really tell people that there's some other better way yeah, to that's, do it. Uh, that's less than ideal. <laughs> Um, no, but you're right. I mean, it was always that – although what she said was when they were on that hill and then they were talking about being on that hill at the movie theater. What they said was, I was thinking about the way they scattered on the road. Okay. Yes, you're right. So 
that was what they were talking about. So I can see where this idea came from. Right. I'm not um, saying that it was a bad idea. No, I just no, no, I feel no, like the bigger was... problem was that it's not anchored. It's it doesn't weigh enough. It's not bulky enough to withstand the forces and the debris field mm -hmm. to get to where they needed to be. And obviously they fixed that here at the end. But you know Spoiler alert. Jeez, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. No. Bill looks very concerned about the whole endeavor. Bill's uh, well, it's his truck. You know, he's got like upper lip sweat about the whole thing. And yeah. Joe's Helena's casual. Joe's just like sticking her head out the window like a golden retriever. Can I watch this happen? Which to be honest would be me. Squinting in the sunlight. Like, look, they're it so, looks so, so bright. It's so bright it's as they so turn. This is really bad right here. Like this, like you can see the sun reflecting off of everything. Everything. Yeah. I know. But like, what do you expect? Now, maybe if they would remake it or make a sequel, they would be able to tone that down a little bit better in post-production. I, I, I don't know. But it, you can't expect them to record look in actual the, severe weather. The grass around them is not moving. I would love to see behind the scenes rec recordings of this without the special effects like there's no tornado there's just them running around looking like maniacs on a bright sunny day in mm -hmm. Oklahoma um there is a little bit of optimism from Bill it's gonna work and that uh Joe sticks her head out the window Bill wipes his nose without a tissue gross we're in the middle of a pandemic here. I can't believe he would just casually. Believe it or not, not in 1996 mm. or 95 when this is, was recorded. Anything else from this minute you wanted to touch on? Um, I was just thinking Okay. that when Bill is driving down the road and then he breaks himself into a U-turn in his fancy truck, leaves a little tire on the road. Do you think that in his head, Bill Paxton was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever done. Do you think it was actually Bill Paxton doing it? Yeah. I feel like he would have insisted. You think so? That he be he the does one. his own stunts. <laughs> just that one. Just that one. Just that stunt. Yeah, just that stunt. Was he also the one in charge of capturing the exploding, <laughs> the exploding uh, truck that they apparently missed? Was that something that he took the reins on? I don't know. We haven't gotten to that movie part <laughs> moment yet. What are you talking about? You I've talking never about? seen that. <laughs> don't ruin it. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we do some trivia? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Well, I just I thought you were enjoying the trivia too. So we we've gone over this uh in the past the music, uh, but the instrumental rock song in the ending credits is "Respect the Wind," written and performed by Eddie and Alex Van Halen. Uh, Carrie L's role as written was cut back significantly in the editing room. I never know if I'm saying his name correctly. I thought it was Yules. Yules Elwes. I don't C -E. know. Jonas. I'm just going with Jonas. Jonas's role was He's written, Robin Hood. as written, was cut back significantly in the editing room. Man in tight, tight tights. <laughs> tight tights. I watched that for the first time with you. I also, have not seen it. Also, who is he? Also, uh, he's the Princess Bride he's from not. the Princess Bride. He's the Dread Pirate Robert. Okay, I'm sorry. I wanted, I was going to say Inigo Montoya, and I was like, that's not him. No. It's the other guy. Oh my god! I've only seen that movie once. Ugh. Move on. Why is that so bad? Uh, I've seen it. It's not like I'm saying I haven't seen it. It's a classic <sighs> one time. Meanwhile, i probably seen Ghostbusters 800 times. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. Okay. It is. Okay. 
All right, so here a little foreshadowing. At around the one hour and 30 minute mark, <laughs> the name on the tanker truck that pushes Bill's pickup off of the tree is Benthic Petroleum, which is the same oil company that Ed Harris's crew works for in The Abyss. Ed Harris majored in theater at the University of Oklahoma, where the National Severe Storms Laboratory is located. So it sounds like there's a couple trivia facts in that, but that was all one, so I'm just going to put that out there. The Abyss. I've never seen The Abyss, so. James Cameron Cameron movie. Is it? Have Mm -hmm. you seen it? No. No, you haven't. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Is it based on a um, Crichton book? Or is that, am I thinking of something else? Oh, I was thinking of Sphere, aren't I? Yeah, Sphere is a Michael Crichton novel. Great novel. Um, If you love science fiction, it's it's pretty great. Um, No, The Abyss is 1989. Okay. Yep, not a movie I've, I've seen. Um, okay, one of the... Ooh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I skipped on. Oh, I already mentioned this on the past. So the Kinetic Wind Power Sculptures in Aunt Meg's Garden are made by sculptor Evan Lewis. You can check out his website. One of the reasons Jan de Bont signed on to direct the film was that given the rapid rise of CG in the 1990s, he saw this as perhaps the last opportunity to direct a large-scale film with practical effects. Time proved that he was right after the CGI's fast evolution in later years caused the almost total abandon, um, abandonment to make large-scale movies with practical effects. I guess I never really thought of the Twister movie as being practical effects because, like, the Twisters are not practical. Like, I, I guess everything Maybe else they're like, saying. Like, like flinging like, ice chips at them. and Okay, it, it, the, the, the wind machine, the, the yeah. hail manufacturing, the rain... That would have all been done digitally. So I don't know that I buy into that. If you're showing someone in the rain, you're going to throw actual rain water on them. That's not true. I feel like if I have not seen this movie yet, but I'm I'm very confident in saying this. In Velocipaster. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, this is going to become a movie with such a cult following after on, it blew up on TikTok. I've seen approximately 30 seconds of this film. But I am quite confident in saying that if there uh, was rain to be had in a scene, that they would just have the title card FX rain instead right. of actually. Right. Or what if it was just like the words FX rain were falling? Like, each <laughs> like the letters. Like the letters were falling. <sighs> but so bad. in a twist, someone had actually cut out the individual letters out of paper and were actually, oh, and we're actually sprinkling it. So it was a practical effect. <laughs> so it was a practical effect. effect of FX rain, literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. A couple more here. The laptops used in the film are actually Silicon Graphics Indie Presenter LCD screens, not real laptops. They've been modified to look like functional laptops when, in fact, the screen image is generated by a computer off screen. I guess it was cheaper to do that. It just seems odd to not just, but I mean, the mid '90s, I guess laptops were probably pretty expensive and just. I don't really understand what you said. They're just like so little like TV they're, screens. They're like, yeah, they're basically just monitors made to look like functional computers. I guess. I mean, I get that. I mean, back then. Yeah, the mid '90s. Laptops were not, you know, just hanging around everywhere. All right, so this is another reason we got to go back to the beginning when we're all done here. The opening scene featuring Joe as a child wasn't in the film's original cut. Instead, a nightmare sequence was shot with adult Joe flashing back several times to her traumatic childhood experiences, as well as multiple moments where Joe sees hallucinations of her dead father. 
One such scene would have shown Joe being visited by her dad, who gives her the strength and motivation to take on the final tornado. These scenes were cut because DeBont felt they took away from the overall feel of the movie. However, he also felt the film was missing something when these scenes were removed, so he compensated by going back through reshoots and filming a full sequence that sh- showed the entire event. Which I feel like conflicts to one of the other trivia things. Was it? Didn't they say that Steven Spielberg is the one that requested that opening scene? I feel like we just said that on one of the last episodes. Maybe it was a collaborative thing. Yeah. Once I also said that this but trivia is not ever... I also think that it does. it is better the way it is. I can't imagine a nightmare scene or like being... You know, motivated by a ghost dad would be better. I feel like the memory of him is a better motivator than like us actually seeing, it happen. seeing a like maybe the way it was written him. or filmed that just didn't work. Yeah. All right. Well, let's finish with this one because we always it's always good to finish with a little spite, little, little hate. <laughs> okay. The reason. Written as Dustin, we all call him Dusty. The reason Dustin is wearing the OU University of Oklahoma hat is because the producers wanted the spite OU for not letting the OU symbol be on Dorothy. <laughs> I thought anytime that. that like a, a like a trademark registered copyright, I don't know what the difference of all those things are, but anytime you have that, I thought you needed like permission to have that in a film or a television show. I so the what's the difference between them choosing for him to wear a hat that they can just go buy at a store versus throwing the logo on? I, I don't know what the, uh, like what requires a contract or what could result in litigation. Cause a lot of times you see on television show like Mythbusters and stuff, they would cover up. Yeah. I, I guess I always thought it was the brand not wanting to be associated with that, but maybe it was like, the company being like, we're not going to give you free advertising. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it just know. seems weird to me that they couldn't put OU on Dorothy and then they had to come up with a make-believe institution and they could just have Dusty wear an Oklahoma University hat. That's just weird to me. I don't understand the gray area there. All right. But I think that is it. Oh, here. I'll just, this is where I got this. Lois Smith's character is reading Dante Alighieri's Inferno when the twister hits Wakita. The book also features a tornado in the second circle of hell that punishes people ruled by lust. Okay. So there you have it. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else for Minute 89, we'll wrap this show up. But we will be back again real soon with Minute 90, officially hitting the uh, 90-minute mark. And apparently, based on trivia, we should be seeing a petroleum truck, I guess. Coming up here. Soon, yeah. Something. I don't know. Well, I've never seen the movie, so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. I think he'll make it out just fine. You think so? hmm I know so. You know so. All right. Nothing bad ever happens to petroleum trucks in big disaster oh, films. Never. No. It's just like Castaway Canyon all over again. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Solid F2 Podcast. We'll be back with another look at the next minute of the movie Twister real soon. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. 
Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two, one, two, one.